The System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 31, where we're going to be talking about onboarding contract workers. I'm super stoked to be sharing this interview with y'all because this lady boss is super, super sweet. If this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, fabulous. Either way, we would love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to systemsaveme.com for show notes and freebies. Now let's get ready to hear all about how to find and work with amazing contractors. Hey y'all, I'm super, super stoked to bring this guest on here for you today. Portia is the business, to put it lightly. She's super sweet and super awesome. Portia, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? That's so sweet. Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. So let's go ahead and just start by having you talk a little bit about you and your business. Perfect. So, um, I am, um, the founder of uh, a new startup called the prototype. Um, our website just launched on December 1st. So we're really excited to get to that, uh, stage. I'm a solopreneur, so, um, it is really important for me to have figured out a way to, to, to make this happen efficiently. Um, but, to talk about the business, the prototype is a service that connects clients that have a need to save time, create memories, and really elevate their life with lifestyle professionals and fashion, food, and fitness that can and will fulfill that need. So it's really about kind of pulling back the curtain um, and revealing who your hashtag life team is. So those are the people that are in your corner that really can help you to put your best foot forward. So if that comes through personal shopping, personal training, personal chef services, any type of lifestyle service, we are here to, you know, just help you to live your best life and really to save you time so that you can live life more efficiently. Amen to that. And I mean, I went through that when I turned 25, where I literally was having all three of those people in my life at the same time. So it makes sense to me completely. um, Because those three things are so, you know, usually, if you're looking for one, you're looking for all three in some sort of way. Uh, And so it's, it's really nice to have that one stop shop with y'all. So all right, let's get into the juicy stuff. So we're going to be talking about how you choose your prototype professionals. So those personal chefs, personal trainers, and personal shoppers, um, and how you stay on top of it all. So describe to us what it was like before you kind of implemented a, you know, a system, or if you've always had the system, then, you know, that's one thing as well. Uh, So I definitely did not always have a system. Let's start there. Um, (laughs) And, you know, it's because this is, this is so, you know, still very new. This is definitely a work in progress. Um, But the two, the two words I would, I would use to describe before I've put in the system that I have right now is tedious and inefficient. Mm. Um, I found myself losing track of 
the communications that I was having with people. Um, it was just a, it was just a, a, a bit tough to keep up with who I had already talked to and who I hadn't talked to and, um, what stage of the process they were in. Um, I had been thinking about developing this business for quite a while. Um, but it wasn't until recently in the past two to three months that I actually had time to focus on building it. And, um, as soon as I started to put out the word, things started to happen and I wasn't necessarily completely ready to have as much interest as I had in in the beginning, but it was great. And so it kind of forced me to say, okay, let's, let's figure out how we're going to do this so that I'm not spinning my wheels. Um, and so that I'm not, um, compromising the experience that the potential prototype professionals are having, um, when they are looking to join the team, because essentially I'm recruiting them. And so I want it to be, um, a smooth process for them as well as for me. Yeah, totally. Totally get that. So then what kind of drove finally was like, all right, like it's time to put a process in place. Was there something that, you know, you had dropped the ball somewhere and you were just like, all right, I'm over it. Um, or what kind of finally was like, okay, like let's, let's do this. So, um, it was, it was really in the, it was really in like the last month of preparing for the website to launch. Mm -hmm. And I realized my sleep habits were so off. I was staying up so late. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was kind of, it was just affecting my whole cycle and my schedule. I'm a stay at home mom. So I also am at home with my baby. So it was knocking off our routine and I just wanted to figure out how to make a better use of my time. Um, and like I said before, to make the process seamless, um, and organized for both myself and the prototype professionals. I remember being an employee and being onboarded to a company that didn't have their stuff together. Mm -hmm. Um, as well as being in, yeah, exactly. (laughs) As as well as being a manager in that situation and then having to onboard new employees, um, especially, during like the retail holiday season and not and and the company not having those systems in place to help me efficiently hire. Um, and so that can be a frustrating experience on both sides. And so I had to like put my 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 manager hat on and say, look, I gotta get this together because I can I can <laughs> do better than this. And, you know, and, and I just, I want to make sure that everybody has a good experience and that I'm not tearing my hair out at the end of the day. So, um, it was definitely just time and thinking about the growth and what the growth would look like for the prototype over the next year. You know, it's one thing to just get ready for the launch, but then you got to still going after the website launches. Um, (laughs) so I mean, I'm like, so what's it going to be next? What's it going to be like next time when I decide to onboard a group of new prototype professionals? And then what's it going to be like when I want to expand to a different city and, and bring on some additional staffing to help, um, with the operations. So it was really driven by what my perception of the future of the business is and how I can, um, be as efficient as possible and put a system in place that other people can, can learn and adapt to. 
hundred percent. It's, it's always good to, to think ahead in the sense of, you know, obviously one day you will not be doing this or you will be doing less of the whole system. Yeah, and less so, hands on. yeah. And so to have the process already done and be like, all right, cool. Like now I can hire somebody to do this section and then this other section and then all of it. Um, I think that's, that's really key and really smart. So let's go ahead and walk through the steps you took to create uh, this process of, you know, choosing the professionals, uh, going through and onboarding them, all the, all the good stuff. Okay, perfect. So um, it's, a, it's about eight steps from kind of from beginning to nice. end. Um, and, and I will tell you um, that I really appreciate your recommendation for Asana. It's something that yes. um, I just downloaded and I've started to put all of these things into there. And so I'm really super excited to see kind of what the result can be um, with the use of that type of productivity and product management software. So thank you for that recommendation. Um, but before Asana, there was just like my, (laughs) my webmail and Evernote. Um, and so Evernote is great. Um, I have a lot of my email templates, um, saved in there and it's, and it's, it's great for a lot of things, um, with Mm -hmm. social media and all that kind of stuff. But the steps that I take um, to onboard, uh, first, I I do some research and identify who I want to recruit. Mm-hmm. Um, the interest that I've had in the prototype has come from a combination of um, word of mouth, you know, me talking about what I'm doing. That's really important um, as an entrepreneur to get out of your own head and stop worrying about it being perfect and and to actually talk about what you're doing. Um, so I definitely had some interest from just talking about it. Um, and then that sparking in someone else's mind, Oh yeah, I do know a trainer that might be good. Or I I know a a girl that does personal shopping. I think she would be great for you. Um, so the word of mouth, social media, I put out posts on my Instagram, um, letting potential prototype professionals know what the benefits were of joining the network. Um, and that brought me some good leads. And then I got over my fear of cold emails. Um, so that's hard. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's, I guess it's always better to have a, warm connection or to be introduced, but that's definitely not always possible. And so I had to get over my fear of that and then just really buy into the fact that there's strength in numbers. And so the more people I reach out to, the more people have the potential to respond. And that's how I'm going to grow, um, this group of lifestyle professionals, um, faster. So, um, that was really the first step to identify who I wanted to work with and then just reach out to them. Um, as that, as that started and I started to get interest, I was getting a lot of interest at one time. And so, Mm. um, I decided that I would have, um, an interest meeting and this is something that, um, that my publicist recommended. And this was a great idea. I didn't, I hadn't, thought of it at all before, but it was a really great to, to be able to address the group at one time. And so 
I picked a date for the interest meeting. It was literally like two weeks before it was going to happen. And so I thought (laughs) I was kind of crazy, but I mean, this is all happening. Like the launch has all happened in a pretty short time frame. So picked a date. Um, picking a date is always the catalyst I need to get, to get things done. So once you put a date on it, then, then it's out there. And so, um, and so it was great because I, I, it really forced me to get everything together. So I was able to create a deck to present, um, to the prototype professionals that I was wanting to bring on. Um, it, it was great because I was able to, um, nail down what software, what scheduling software I would use for the website and do demos. Um, I worked with my website designer to make sure that the site um, was at a point to where we could at least show them kind of what it will look like. Everything was not built out by any means at that point, but I could at least say like, and this is what the website will look like. And this is what the, and this is the software that we're going to use. Um, and then I just put it out there and invited people once I had, uh, once I had the date and once I had figured out kind of the back end and how things were actually going to work, um, and made the deck, I just put it out there and started inviting people. Um, and so that definitely, that definitely was a good introduction, um, for them to what it would be like to be on board with the prototype and to work with me. Um, so are you planning on continuing that interest meeting? Like, are you planning on maybe having those like consistently, I don't know, maybe once a quarter or, you know, whatever you decide or. I think I will, because it's a great time to get everyone together. Um, I was just, I was just, um, looking over the calendar and I'm currently planning out when I'll onboard new people. Um, cause I want to get it to where maybe it's on a bi-monthly or a quarterly basis that we bring, um, a new group of proto- prototype professionals onto the website, right. um, to give us time to go through the vetting process. Um, and so that process is, um, is really, it's, it's really cool. I found some really nice free tools, um, early on in the process that helped me to execute, kind of the application, some of the formal stuff. So nice. What are some of the tools? I use Jotform, um, which is great. Um, Jotform is, you can like customize the fields. Um, So I built an application um, for them to be able to go on and apply. Um, And it's, it's, I think about 10 questions long and just to get some more insight into who they are, what their motivation is, what their skill set is, what their experience level is. I also have a, um, a job form that they fill out for their, uh, the, for the questions that are actually on their profile pages. So there's four questions on each professional's profile page. It's the same questions. Um, who are you? How long have you been in business? Um, what, what is your approach to clients? Mm. What motivates you or what's your favorite part about, um, being in that profession, either a personal shopper, personal chef or personal trainer. And then what are three things that you can't live without? And so from a client's perspective, they're seeing the same, they're seeing the same questions and how, um, the different prototype professionals answer those specific questions differently. Um, and then, so that's like the paper 
application part. Um, and then I do want to experience what they actually offer. So for the personal shoppers, I created a virtual style challenge. Um, and this was cool because this was, I, I was a wardrobe stylist for 12, 12 plus years. And so I was able to kind of leverage my experience from doing that for so long and really develop a unique challenge for the, uh, for the personal shoppers that I could really tell kind of what their level of talent is and what their mm-hmm. approach is to clients. So I have them fill that out. Um, for the personal chefs, we do a live cooking demo, which is the most fun in the whole wide world. <laughs> um, yeah, seriously. It's, it's super fun. Um, you can see some of the videos from, um, from the ones that, that we've done, um, on the prototypes Instagram page. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, I, I got to make sure that you can actually cook and that your food is right. good. And I really want to see how they interact, um, in, in that type yeah, of that's important. private chef environment. Um, and then for the personal trainers, I have them do a video submission as well as a workout plan. And if possible, I go to their facility, um, whether they have their own gym or they, or they come to the client's house, I try to make sure that I have a moment to actually go and either work out with them or just kind of see how they work or attend one of their classes, um, to see kind of what they offer and, and, and what it feels like to be a client of theirs. Um, and that's really the most important part of the whole process, um, is to actually see them in action because that's what I am essentially selling. Like these are people that are experts. These are people that can make your life easier, make you less stressed, help to cross things off your to-do list. And I know they're great because I've experienced, um, their greatness personally. So, um, Love that. After we've gotten, thank you. After we've gotten through all of that, I ended up creating an onboarding document um, that tells a little bit about the company, myself. It's kind of really basic information, um, but then it also is um, it also explains the tools that we're going to use as um, as members of this prototype team. So. For communication, um, we're using Slack, which is amazing. Um, Email, my email is just all over the place. And it's, I I feel like it's, I think it's because I have a webmail, which I'm way behind the times on that, but I have it. And so um, (laughs) I'll change it eventually. But right now, Slack is my lifesaver. And so it allows me to address them as a group. And then if I do need to have one-off conversations, um, I can just direct message them, which is great. Um, and then we are using my time, which is the scheduling software for the website. And then, um, we're using Venmo for payments. So in that document, I have, I, I have the link to the invitations, um, as well as, links to tutorials or how to's so that they can go on, um, and be able to understand how to use the, use the software, the apps that we're using. And I think that's pretty helpful for them because it's a lot, um, that I'm asking them to download, but that's the world we live in. Like I have my, my phone is just covered in apps. So So many, and, and it makes things so much better, um, more efficient. So the, last two steps are 
to do a video call um, before, like two or three days, day two and day three before the website launched, I did a video call um, where I was able to share my screen with everyone and walk them through the back, what the website looked like, what their profile pages looked like, um, what the scheduling software looks like and how to use it. And it was great because it was an opportunity for them to be able to say, Hey, could you add this to my profile or before the site launched? Um, can you modify this or that? And so, um, I think it helped to get them excited about the launch. And, um, the last step is just the follow-up. You know, we, we send contracts and W9s and questionnaires and all this kind of stuff. So follow-up is happening kind of all throughout this process. Um, and that's where Slack comes in to, to help, to help me to be able to follow up with people specifically. So I don't have a million text messages and emails. Mm. I can have it all in one place. Yeah. I I think Slack is really, really great for that kind of water cooler conversation. Um, but it also is great to have those direct messages, especially if you're using webmail. Um, I I think that's, that's super, super smart. And the onboarding document itself is like, because some people may not be familiar with some of the apps that you are asking them to use. And so to expect them to do a bunch of research and YouTube and all of that stuff, it really comes down again to the experience between, you know, these lifestyle professionals and you, if they have a good experience where they feel like you're on their team and you are supporting them as much as they're supporting you, I think that's, super, super crucial when you're bringing on anybody, um, whether it's clients or whether it's professionals like this, um, marketplace sort of idea. Um, so I, I love that. Yeah, I really wanted to, I really had to go back to, like I said, I had to put my manager hat on again because you get so, uh, focused on just being in the business and what the business is doing and, and developing and trying things out that I forgot, like, I have a skill set in this. I've been doing this for years. I've been a manager for years. So like, let me, let me just communicate with people. And if the system isn't in place, let me create it. Um, and I think it definitely helped in, like I said, our communication and the whole onboarding process, um, will be even smoother next time around. So, um, it really, it really took me saying, okay, I know what I'm doing let me take a step back and let me write this out and let me figure out what is going to be, um, something that I can scale going forward. Oh yeah. Scaling, scaling is a big deal for sure. Well, thank you so much for sharing all those steps. I think there was, that was all eight, right? I, I lost yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. The eighth one was the follow-up. Was the follow-up. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so moving into the final few questions, what was your best financial investment in business? Um, okay. So I kind of have, I have two, is that okay? Yep. Yep. Okay. So, um, my first was the create and cultivate conference. Um, that was my first entrepreneurial conference experience. It's actually where we met. Um, And when I bought the domain for the prototype, 
last year, um, I was at the time I was like six months pregnant and I was like, I'm going to start this business next year. And so in October, I had to remind myself, I'm going to start this business next year. And what I'm going to do is invest in this conference again, put a date on it. And I'm not going to have any excuses to not have at least gotten the ball rolling a little bit. And so, um, it was about a month after the baby was born and I hadn't networked in a long time. Um, I didn't really have the idea all the way figured out, but at the beginning of this year, I started, or of 2016, I started the Instagram page. And so I said, I'm at least going to have some business cards in an Instagram page. Um, by the time I go to this conference and it was so motivating and so inspiring. And I met some really, really great women entrepreneurs that were in the same boat that I was in currently and then farther along than I was at that time. And so it just really lit the fire under me. And it was proof of my idea, which was super Mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. It was good to hear from other people as I described what I was trying to do that, yeah, that makes sense. I would totally use that service. That's a great idea. Like hearing that, you know, really helped me to say, okay, like you have a viable, you have a viable business in front of you. Um, so that was my, that was my number one. Um, and then my number two was investing in my website designer and logo designer. Um, Mm. we live in a, in a space that you could do it on your own if you wanted to, um, with sites like Squarespace and Wix and um, there's all of these platforms out there that enable you to be able to do it on your own. But one thing that you talk about is your zone of genius. Yep. Um, and web, zi- web design, graphic design, logo design, none of that is in my zone. So, um, I was like, rather than try to do this myself where, where, where it might be more cost effective, um, at the time, let me find somebody that's an expert in doing this so that it's right the first time, um, instead of me spending months and months trying to rebuild it and then still having to go ahead and pay somebody to do it in the end anyway. So those are my two best yeah, those, investments. those are definitely good for sure. And what was your worst financial investment in business? My worst financial investment was buying a course or like a into a mastermind type mm-hmm. group um, membership um, that I wasn't ready for. Um, mm. It was really appealing and it was really inspiring. And, and I thought like I was ready to hit the ground running. But at that time, I wasn't really ready to take advantage of the benefits that w- that it offered. Um, yeah. Luckily, it's a lifetime membership. So when I am ready to dive back in, I can. Um, but I could have used the money towards that I spent on that towards something else at the time. Yeah, that, that stuff is really hard. And I think a lot of times people, myself included, uh, look at 
you know, a course or a program or something. I'm like, I want that. Like, even if it's for later, like I want that now. Um, and then we mm-hmm. also don't think about just because you buy it doesn't mean that you're going to reap the benefits of it. And so yeah. you actually have to take time to go through the videos and go through the, you know, guides or, or whatever else that it is and set aside that time. And so a lot of people don't, again, including myself, think about, okay, how much time am I going to have to dedicate to this to exactly. actually get the results that I'm looking for? Um, so I, I totally am with you 100% on that one. Um, yeah, I just wasn't ready to take advantage of it at the time. Um, yeah. But next year, it's on my plan to really dig deep and go back into it and, and see what I can what I can glean from it. Good, 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 done. So we're at the end. Where can people find you online? Facebook, website, Instagram, all the good stuff. Oh, thanks. Um, okay, so the website is www.theprototype.net. Um, our Instagram is at the prototype life. Uh, so is our Facebook at the prototype life and at Twitter. We're also on Twitter. I don't tweet that much like hardly ever, but I have a Twitter, (laughs) but you're there. Um, and it's at the prototype life without the E because I ran out of characters. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love that. And the the prototype was taken and all the iterations Uh, on just the prototype were taken. So it's, the prototype life without the E. Wow. Sometimes you just got to do what, you know, <laughs> what's the best at <laughs> the moment. <laughs> it made sense in the moment. Yeah, exactly. I love that. So, well, thank you so much, Portia, for being on. And um, I think people will really enjoy uh, gleaning some, some awesome tips and strategies um, with your process. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a, a, an absolute pleasure, and um, I'm so excited that we got to meet at Create and Cultivate um, and that I can contribute to um, what you're doing because you're doing a great job. Thanks for listening to System Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you on the next episode.